Heroes Not Included is a serialized story podcast featuring actual play of Dungeons & Dragons 5th edition from Wizards of the Coast. Wizards of the Coast own their respective trademarks, copyrights, and related materials. A special thanks to all the great people at Wizards of the Coast for all their hard work creating wonderful games for us to play. Previously on Heroes Not Included. So Baron went and joined the Governors, the Court of Order. Yeah, which governors. was appropriate for him. Aspen joined the Free Leaguers, which mm-hmm. is appropriate for him too. And then I joined the Chaos Men, which was appropriate for me. So after joining our factions, we then returned, and Sabuka gave us a job to meet a fellow the following day to deliver a letter was what we were told, for 300 gold. Mm-hmm. And we said, sure, whatever. So we went back to our inn. Well, we made, we, we got a room at the Dwarven Inn, I think. Uh, the one we were at, the Blink or something? The Blink House. Blink House. Went back there, woke up, <clears throat> met this nice shady fellow. What we think was a fellow. He proceeded to tell us that uh, we need to deliver a letter to his long-lost lover and gave us this gem thing that we should use outside to transport us near her. So we went back to Sabuka. I don't, because I think I think Baron was confused at what we had to do. <laughs> I thought we'd gotten two message quests in the same day. And I was like, how do we have this reputation? <laughs> we just got here. Uh, and then we went back and used the gem, and as we were using it, three devils jumped into this crystal room. Not included. And then we went outside and we put our hands on the thing. We all touched it. It mm-hmm. felt good. Crystal thing. Where and then there three were fiends, fiends that jumped in. Who jumped in with us? And Baron was about to smash him, if I remember correctly. Now, so, the first time I felt normal all day. <laughs> something like that. As this nightmarish landscape is racing by, the one that looks like this. That's one of the fiends coming at us? The mm-hmm. They're not coming wing. at you. They're standing in the circle now. Oh, they just they just were trying to get in the elevator before the door is shut? Yeah. And I'm just standing there going... Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. So there's like an angel with some black and red armor and some red wings. She's an anti-butterface. Wi- and then two of those. Spiky devil dudes. Yeah. That are green. She, she's a butterface, but like... Butterface is good. Devils. <laughs> it seems and like normal, like human. She looks at the three of you and she says, Who has sent you? This was our elevator. Excuse us. Excuse us. Where are, are you going? I point the hammer at each of them. Six. You weren't invited. <laughs> and you weren't invited. And you weren't invited. Max occupancy. Three. Thank you. Do you have a permit? <laughs> and what I do in all elevators when I don't like the other people in there, just give me a second. <laughs> just give me a second. <laughs> I haven't been eating right. (laughs) (laughs) She says, who has employed you? None of your business. No one's employed us. We are are free market. Where are you going? To a place wherever this goes. (laughs) (laughs) 
wherever this goes. What are you doing here? Why are you and in this you place? Where are you going? And what are you supposed to do when you arrive? What are you doing when we arrive? She looks at all three of you and she says, you have a very pretty face. <laughs> <laughs> but everything else is terrible. <laughs> she looks at you and uh, she says, I've been sent to investigate a breach in security. Well, then maybe you should be on your way. It has come to our attention that one of our own, Batezu, is trying to communicate with a Tanari. Do either of those words mean anything to me? <laughs> Not anything to you, Baron. Okay. Uh, I will allow you to make an, Ar- uh, an Arcana check. Can I make a check? Uh, yeah, I'll allow it. 20. At disadvantage for you. Twenty. Uh, way less than that. Uh, you know that in the planes, uh, on the prime material plane, things are referred to as devils and demons. But actually, in the planes, their true names are Betezu for devils and Tanari for demons. Mm. And so you suspect that she's making some reference to the blood war. <laughs> Huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Do either of us know what that is? <laughs> Several people have referenced it, and Aspen has just let it skirt by because I mean, he didn't want to look weird. I mean, I, I, I hate to say this, but, but aren't all of them? Yeah, they are. But yeah, that, that's what made it. Kind of. Like, why would you call it the Blood War? It's, they're fighting. It's a, it's a civil war. It's redundant. It's, they're, they're fighting. Each civil other. war. They like. Who was it? You so jumbo shrimp. No one. We are just traveling as freelancers would do. To where? Where to this <laughs> crystal is taking us. Where this diamond, which we thought was going to be very valuable, <laughs> was a very good deal. Yes, we were just touching it to examine it. We're okay. not really sure. So who's going to make a deception roll? Well, obviously I should. Yep. And that is four. Four. <laughs> she says, bullshit. What's you this? are lying. What's deception time? Lying. Uh... Deception? Deception charisma. is tied to charisma. charisma. <laughs> I have no charisma. So you made that? <laughs> she says, you are lying. It's more fun if I... I say... So look, you spoke to somebody, they gave you this seeker stone. Who was it? Ooh, seeker stone. No, I no say... Ways. Madam. And I'm holding the hammer right in her face. Okay. Look me in the eyes. Your hammer in you. Dwarven is going... Oh, let me hit her hole. Oh, come on, come on, just, just one. It's going to pop her right on the nose. Just say, once on the nose. You look into my eyes, and I will tell you the honest truth. He'll give you a kiss. <laughs> I have no clue where this is taking me. <laughs> and I will happily make a persuasion roll. Uh, okay. Uh, I, well, yeah, I mean, go ahead. Yeah, make a persuasion roll. I mean, it's true. You don't have any idea. <laughs> So, uh, 14. She says, who gave you the secret stone? Ha! <laughs> I will tell you with absolute honesty, I have no clue. <laughs> what did they look like? Wasn't it so good? Again, I feel a little embarrassed to admit this. Because he was wearing a E. You guys are really, I hate to, it was very cloaked. And what did he tell you to do? To take this. And then? I hope we're going to figure that out. He did not give you anything. No letters? It's lady. Letter? It's very okay. specific. 
<laughs> okay, that's a deception mm-hmm. check, my friend, because he did give you a letter, and you're playing dumb Baron about it. I think start listening to his hammer. I know. <laughs> oh, I'll kiss it right in the face. Just bop it right there. She looked better with a crooked nose. And so I attacked. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean this letter? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Crack! This is reminiscent of the uh, meeting the dragon cult leader. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, can I say something? Can I say something? I attack. <laughs> All right, everybody, uh, roll initiative. Fitting. Seven. Seven for E-Rock. Fifteen for Baron? Mm-hmm. Eighteen. Eighteen for Aspen. So I gotta figure out what I'm doing. Okay. Yes. Aspen, uh, you see Baron kind of look down at his hammer like, that's a really good idea. <laughs> and begins... <laughs> what did it say? What did it say? <laughs> begins to move the hammer back. <laughs> um... And we're just in, like, this crystal... Yeah, this kind of this traveling crystal glass elevator. How, how big it's is it? It's literally just like an elevator. Um, no, it's, it's about... It's gotta be a little bit bigger. It's about the size of this room. You are all within melee range of each other. A little bit like, um, Doctor Strange when they go to the crystal dimension. Yeah, a little bit like that. Whenever they'd be yeah. like, we can't have this fight destroying the city. Yeah, a little bit like that, yeah. Aspen is going to cast Mirror Image on himself. Okay. Boop, boop, boop. Um, one on either side. Basically, when you, when you get attacked, another roll is done to see which one of you it attacks. Yeah, I roll a d20 to find out if it hits a duplicate of myself. Okay. So that's what I do. All right, there's all of a sudden three Aspens. Yeah, so you just hear Aspen kind of go... Oh. <laughs> nice. There's more of us. Well... She sees that you have decided that um, by letter, you mean hammer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's what you took that to mean. So she is going to attack you first. And she is going to swing her longsword. Baron, true to himself, mm-hmm. does not have a good poker face. Mm-hmm. And she, she read all her. of his tells. <laughs> she was gripping the sword. <laughs> so she swings once and hits... Second time and misses, and a third time and hits. Total hit point loss. You take 26 from the first hit and 21 from the second hit. 47? Mm hmm. Ouch. All right. Baron, you just realized that she knows what she's doing with that sword. Okay. So I take that cue, Mm -hmm. I draw my hammer into me, and I speak words that will make these things hate us even more than they already do. I put protection from good and evil on the three of us. Oh. The five of us. Oh. (laughs) The three of us. The five of us. (laughs) How many of us are there? So... And are we counting the hammer? Until the spell ends, one willing creature you touch... This is one where it goes up, I think. Uh, You have to choose one. Oh, I guess I'm even. Jesus, I thought it was one yeah. of those ones if I cast it at a certain level, I get more. Like, bless. Uh, okay, grants me several creatures of those types have disadvantage on all attack rolls against me. Yep, that uh, is an extraordinarily wonderful thing. 
Then with my action surge, I hit her. All right. Nice. 17? Miss. Okay. Second hit. 19? Hit. The hammer glows even more brightly Mm -hmm. as I charge it with amazing holy power. Okay. This is a um, ability I just got at 8th level, which is I can basically just charge it up for one of my hits. 15. 15 points of damage. All right. And when I hit her, it adds another six points of damage. Okay. And it distracts her. So the very next person to attack her has advantage. Very good. Iraq. Baron has decided to engage in some forceful negotiations. So I, I raise my hands with my staff, mm-hmm. and then my hands just fall slowly. And as they fall, feather fall, really. As they fall, all of the three creatures now must make a wisdom saving throw, for I have slowed them with a third level transmutation. What's your DC for your eighteen? Are there things happening in that crystal? Does it look like we're traveling? It looks like you're traveling. I just think there's some... Okay. Going so it's a uh, very really Willy fast. Wonka when they're going down the boat thing. Uh-huh. Um, she makes it. And the two... Spiky dudes. Spiky dudes. Let's see how they do. Uh, one of them makes it. And... One of them fails. Are these demons or devils? They be devils. 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 They be batizers. So at the end of end of its turn, it makes another check. That same wisdom save to see if it's still slow. Okay. That one that failed. All right. The first spiny dude, as uh, Aspen referred to him, runs forward. No, actually doesn't run forward. <laughs> Is going to throw flame at you, Ira. Ooh, he gets a critical hit. And does 18 points of damage with his flamethrower thing. Does it come out of his mouth? No, he can't. Oh, can't. Then, he uh, is going to try and hit you with his tail. Just spiky like a stegosaurus. Which he misses. So he tries one more time. And hits. Uh, And does another ten points of damage. Alright, this next guy... Is the slowed one? The slowed one, yeah, which just gives him a negative two to his armor class, and then he has a disadvantage on his deck saves. He's not a spellcaster, so... He hurls flame at you, Aspen. Okay. And misses. That's good. So he tries again, and misses, and then runs up and... Tries to hit me? Now he's going to try and hit you with a tail. He's not sure which one of you are, but he figures with a tail he can maybe just swing all the way through everything. But that fails him miserably as well. Does he like slip as he runs up and just like slides right past us? No, he just isn't able to hit it, maybe. Aspen! We all just skip it. Yeah, maybe you just kind of all step back or something. (laughs) So I am going to use the evocation cantrip booming blade. Okay. uh, With my Vorpal Sword. I am going to um, attack it, try and attack it with a the thing that just came at me, the slow thing. Okay. Uh, well, actually, he's having a hard time, so maybe with the three of us, I run over to the pretty demon lady, because I saw her take a big chunk out of her. Oh, yeah, she stabbed me hard. 
So I'm gonna use Booming Blade on her. Okay. So. Oh, I got a critical. Ooh. Ooh. That's okay. a good thing to do with a Vorpal Sword, I think, last time I checked. That is a phenomenal <laughs> thing to do with a Vorpal Sword. When you attack a creature that has at least one head with this weapon and roll a 20 on the attack roll, you cut off one of the creature's heads. The creature dies if it can't survive without the lost head. That's what it does? Okay, they didn't nerf that. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. Hmm. So, Aspen comes... Three Aspens three come Aspens. running over to where you are and jumps in the air with this sword of his and goes... And you see this devil lady in front of you. Her head just goes... She falls backwards. And he lands and kind of goes... <laughs> with a flourish. Bravo, Aspen. All right. So, so that I would normally ask, tell me, Aspen, how do you kill them? But the Vorpal Sword pretty much dictates uh-huh. uh, yep. how they die. That's fine. All right. Uh, Baron, what do you do? I, I scream. <laughs> Excellent! And then I shoot the, and I throw at the uh, slowed one. All right. Excellent! 19? Oh, a hit. 23? Hits. All right, so... Yeah, that uh, pretty much oh, sweet. sorted that out, didn't it? Yeah, Holy change that fight Moses. Thirty-five points of damage. <laughs> wow! No wonder it took you a little while to get there. <laughs> yeah, thirty-five points. Nice. That's a pretty decent hit. Your hammer's literally singing glee. Yeah, there's no there's no yeah. form or style compared right. to what would just happen. This is just right. a lot of pent up frustration. <laughs> yeah, every as you hit each with each hit, your hammer's like. Oh, back to hell with you, you devils! <laughs> Your hammer is thoroughly enjoying himself. He's very pleased. He's encouraging you as well. Oh, that's a great hit! Oh, that's a great hit! <laughs> Iraq. I guess I'm still in shock by the decapitation. <laughs> this whole shock, you guys have been flipping so much shit to Aspen, and then he shows up and he's like, this is how I roll. <laughs> Slice. And I go, yes! <laughs> okay! I'm just like, wow. <laughs> so I just throw acid at the two folks. Throw acid at them. <laughs> All right. Uh, of rainbow acid, by the way. If Ooh, I recall rainbow correctly. acid. Yeah. So pretty. Um, so they need to make a dex saving throw against 18. Well, I have a sneaking suspension on one of them might. And I also have a sneaking <laughs> suspension on the one of them might not. Yeah. So the first one misses and the second one misses. They both miss. Okay, so they both take seven points of damage. Okay. All right. The one that's been attacking you is going to continue to attack you. It hurls flame at you again. And it hits. It hurls flame at you a second time. And it hits. And me, those? Yep, both okay. of them. And so you take a total of 29 points of damage. Uh, the slowed one is going to hurl flame at Bear and misses. And misses. Aspen, I don't know how you're going to follow up that rather impressive uh, opening round there, but... I'm going to try and uh, booming blade the uh, the one that's coming after E-Rock. Okay. Because I think Baron probably has the other one under control. Thirteen? Miss. Well, you know, not everything can be a beheading moment. That's fine. I was getting my balance. <laughs> yeah, you did your job. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
You just go and say, I'm gonna go sit down. <laughs> Baron will clean this up. Definitely carried, uh, carried your weight there, that's for sure. Baron! You gonna beat the living daylights out of this devil? Absolutely. Your hammer is screaming for him I've, to be. I've never stopped the swing from the previous. Demolished. Uh, 16. Hit. 16's a hit? Alright. Well, it's at negative 2 armor All class because right. it's slow. And 23. Obviously. Oh, yeah! Charges upright again and smashes him down. Ooh. 24 for the first hit. Lovely. And 17 for the second hit. E-Rock! This, uh, this uh, devil in front of you has uh, put the hurt on you. Is this the only thing living still? There's Yeah, There's these two, two devils. These okay. two uh, spiky dudes. As, as they are barbed devils. This is too close quarters for E-Rock in general. Oh, so it stinks. Gotta have that space so you can, you know, those big fireballs. And, <laughs> yeah. You know, Tentacles kind of and lightning, you know, all that good stuff. You can throw armor on me, that's fine. Ah, uh, no. I'm not gonna help. <laughs> <laughs> I already slowed someone, Baron. <laughs> I'm just beating him down. <laughs> I raise my hands again, uh-huh. uh, completely flat, and then I make fists, uh-huh. and then my whole body, a blue shimmer occurs. Okay. And I have just casted Fire Shield. Ooh. And enacted the chill shield of it, which grants me resistance to fire. And if I am attacked from a melee attack, the shield will erupt with flame at them. Yeah, that's impressive. <laughs> that's impressive. It looks good. I like it. All right. Uh, the devil that's attacking you kind of gives you a nod of appreciation, like, oh. and then attacks. <laughs> Swings his tail at you. One of the devils attacking Iraq and misses, and then it's gonna try and claw you. Hits with one claw and hits with the second claw. Okay. Um, they have cold resistance, so they will take half whatever you roll for the damage. Um, so the first roll is seven. Okay. With a half apply. Five, and the second roll is six. Okay. Alright, and they uh, hit you twice, so I'm gonna roll their damage on you, which is 17 total. Alright, now the slowed one is going to uh, try and hit Baron, and uh, misses with the first hurling of flame, and misses with the second hurling of flame. Not having a lot of luck there. The power of Morden compels you. Uh, Aspen! Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I got it out. I might as well. Um, I'm just gonna attack. Um, the one who's still pounding on E-Rock? The one who's still pounding on E-Rock. Uh, 26. Hit. Booming blade. So I do my normal damage. Mm-hmm. Which is one of these bad boys. For 11. And it becomes sheathed in booming energy, so the outside of it kind of looks like it's shaking a little bit. Mm-hmm. Until the start of your next turn, if the target willingly moves before then, it immediately takes thunder damage. Um, so I'm gonna attack it. As I pull away, you see that the it looks like the and uh, I say to Iran, "We need to get back." And so we take like a five foot step back. Well, I take a five foot step back. All right, Iraq, you join him? Yeah, totally. Okay, cool. Baron. You've been beating the living daylights out of this devil. Are you gonna finish him off? He's still, s- still snarking. Yeah, yeah, snarking, snarling. Slow, but 
really high. Uh, 18 plus 13. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, I think you probably hit him. Natural Ooh. 20. Oh, wow, nice. Roll those crits. All right. Look at it. Everyone's, everyone's throwing out crits. <laughs> 20 damage for the first hit. 27 for the second hit. Wow. Tell me, Baron, how do you kill this devil? Um, it's just, yeah. It was just a, a complete roundhouse of, of blows. Maybe I hit him two more times after I think he's dead. Mm-hmm. Like I said, this is a bit therapeutic. A bit therapeutic. There is a, a mangled mess. The usual battle devil. form that you see in, was not there. Right, This right. was more like someone having a tantrum. Right. Reminiscent to Erock's bureaucratic <laughs> tantrum. Okay. Well, I guess it. mine's next. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Got it. Well, uh, speaking of Erock, Erock, this this devil is being a devil. Quite so. I got you in this closed quarters sort of scenario here. You see Baron kind of going a little berserker over there. The, the, the devil is obviously dead, and he's continuing to cave in the head. With hammer blows. I raise one of my hands up, and a long sword rises. Okay. And then points down directly at the uh, devil in front of you. The devil in front of me. Okay. Uh, I cast an animate objects, which is fifth level transmutation. Okay. Nice. Well done. And as my bonus action, the sword now shoots directly at the person. Ow. Eobard, I wanted that spell so bad. (laughs) (laughs) You did. It's true. All right. Uh, So roll to hit, and I guess you uh, get a plus five on that to hit. So seven, or sorry, 18. Hit. Okay. And then it does, I guess it does the damage that's listed there. Right? Yeah, 2d6 plus one, right? Yeah. Which is eight. Nice. Well done. Oh, sorry, nine. Nine. Even better. Excellent. It thinks that maybe the best thing to do is it's going to uh, hurl flame at you, Aspen. It's going to try anyway. It can certainly try. There's still three of me. Misses and misses. And so then it decides it's going to uh, run at you and try and grapple you. Okay. So roll your booming damage because it's decided to move. Thirteen. So it like lets out like a rumble. Crack. Boom. And you see like its arms like flailing about. And uh, <clears throat> it uh, tries to grapple you. So give me a strength athletics or a dexterity. Um, I guess I need to roll. I need to roll to see if it if it shows me. Right. Or if it, oh, if it uh, even tackled the right person. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah, it, so, yeah, he just rolls through okay. one of the other ones at me, and I kind of turn around and go, Hoo! Okay, yeah, he, uh, goes charging through and, and ends up moving another five feet past you, because he was expecting to hit something. Stumble, stumble, stumble. All right, Aspen, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to come at him. All right. Come at me, bro. Nineteen. Is it hit? Helps that he's slowed. 20. That's with the booming blade. Okay. And then again, his skin starts to to shake and tremor. Shake and tremor. Baron! Yes. 
There's an, one devil standing, and After your I hammer start, is crying for more blood. I get out, uh, I, I get to my senses that that one's probably done, and I just turn, and I see him attacking, uh-huh. and I just wing it. Okay. Dwarven thrower. Make it happen, Captain. 19? Yep. Ooh. 29 points of damage. 29 points of damage. It bounces right back to me. Tell me, Baron, how do you kill this devil? It falls forward onto Aspen. Oh. <laughs> but we have to see if it was the right Aspen it fell on, onto. Oh, yeah, let's see. <laughs> oh, yeah, natural 20. It falls through the other... It falls through the other one. Okay. As they all kind of jump aside. One's on the floor. All right. Well done. Uh, yeah. So with that, eventually the buffeting motion of the crystalline room slows and comes to a halt, just as the fight comes to an end. The faceted walls unfold around you and dissolve into powder on the ground. The sky is a dull red, colored by a huge sun. The land seems mostly flat except for clusters of craters dotting the dusty expanse. A few hills lie a few miles off to your right, and a lake of black, evil-looking water is visible straight ahead. A trail trampled through the dirt leads directly from your landing point toward the hills. No sound from any living creature breaks the eerie quiet, not even the squawk of a carrion eater. You do notice that there is as you encountered on Bator, that here, wherever this plane is, it's had an effect upon your magical items. And I assume, too, that Erock would probably begin guessing, or trying to guess, where they were. Yes. <clears throat> so I will uh, allow uh, you to make a planes check, which would be our Don't uh, you get an advantage because of your book? Yes, I do. Which didn't help at all. Uh, 17. 17. I mean, I have plus 10, so any roll is usually pretty good. <laughs> you, you look around, and your stomach drops a little bit. Mm. And you uh, realize that this is n- going to be a lot more difficult than you uh, at first believed it to be. Oh, no. For you have found yourself. You're not sure uh, what level, but you are... Almost positive that this is the abyss. Oh god. I immediately slam my staff on the ground and cast Mage Armor. Okay. Baron, you get an overriding sense of evil. You, you said it was like still and quiet, right? Eerily. Mm-hmm. What does still your Mage Armor look like when you cast it? But you immediately feel the evilness around you. Mm-hmm. But it's it's a. It's just like the monster right before it pounces silent. It just feels like it's constantly yeah. going on. Yeah. And and the evil that you feel is different than what you felt on, uh, on Bator. Mm-hmm. Here it feels more... Calculated? Like soft. Less calculating. Less calculating. It feels a bit more... It feels worse somehow. Was, uh, was yeah. the previous place lawful evil? Mm-hmm. So we're in... The De- abyss is... Okay, we're in... Demon, Demon land, right? We Tanari. were in devil lands before. Okay, yeah, I got you now. Yeah, so you've gone from lawful yeah. to chaos. This has gone from like orcs and stuff that are just different looking and evil to like Cthulhu-y, um, yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, stuff I don't even understand. It's yeah, evil. it's just horror. I go, welcome to the abyss. Does that mean anything to me? You can make an Arcana check. Okay. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, 11 plus... Can't be good. Plus 1, 12. 12. No, it doesn't mean a lot to you. Okay. You got an 18. 18? You've heard of demons coming from the abyss. Is this where the demons come from? Yep, demons. Ugh. <laughs> Can't say that I would have preferred devils. You know, when you guys asked me to come along on this, this was not what I was expecting. It's not pleasant, is it? It's really gross. Who would choose to live here? I don't know. It's very quiet. I fart. (laughs) (laughs) Guys, I do this all the time, but it's just too quiet here. So anyway, there's that. But yes, we have a review. Uh, On Wednesday, Moriath Lynn left us a review on iTunes uh, titled it Easy Listening D&D. And they write... Great audio and good chemistry make this D&D 5E actual play an easy listen. Fantastic production value with appropriate music underscoring every scene really helps with the ambience. Keep it up. Cool. Cool. Thank you. Yeah, that, so that's pretty awesome. Thank you so much for the review. Greatly appreciate it. We're glad that we're easy to listen to. Nothing like being easy on the ears, as it were. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Heroes Not Included. Don't miss an episode. Subscribe today using your favorite podcast app. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review us. We'd love to hear from you. Find all of our episodes on our website at heroesnotincluded.com. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash heroes not included. And finally... Our podcast is supported by Josh Heddle, Allison McManus, Shane Fetters, Jake McNinch, and Amy Trout, along with all of our awesome patrons. Our patrons not only help us keep the lights on, they also gain special behind-the-screen access, including patron-only podcasts, videos, and more. To become a patron, visit our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash heroes not included. And until next week, be the hero.